Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. For no reason at all, other than he gets me hyped. Yeah. Yeah. Let me talk to you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam. My name is Chris Weindell. That is the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. What is going on, sir? Nothing much. Who would have thought that the very clear ripoff of Stone Cold and The Rock would uh, get you over? Because, <laughs> boy, it's working. It really is. If you combine three wrestlers, if you can get him to fight somebody from Hit Row... And combine Stone Cold with The Rock and have a match, the time frame of a Goldberg match, then you are by far the most over person in all of WWE. And here we are. He put down Top Dollar with one line. He says, who's hotter than Top Dollar? A lot, a lot. A lot, a lot. And then called B-Fab horny for him. That's That might be a first. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Have anybody else said that you're horny for me? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you wanted yeah. me to say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, yeah. I'm just uh, all about LA. A lot of nights. Mr. A lot of nights. And he's apparently going to be in this just announced Battle Royal. Wrestling is loving Battle Royals, especially AEW. AEW loves themselves a Battle Royal. And so I guess AEW gonna... has a constant. They have like a. Biannually, no, no, it's more than bi. <laughs> um, bi-monthly, sure. By quarter, not by quarterly. By quarterly, there you go. <laughs> it's a bi. They have a bi-quarterly battle royal. Wow, yes. that was a lot. To get yeah, it's, at least we got there. Um, bi-quarterly battle royal. That yeah, apparently by contract they need to have something like that because they have so many people and they have so little time to put it put them on TV that they need to. That's like the quick way of just getting everybody on the roster on TV all at once. Um. And it works. It's the wrestling version of sticking pickles to the fucking window and watching them <laughs> just run like down the fucking wall to see who wins. Go, go, go. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, that was the oldest reference I could have fucking made on this show. <laughs> is that a Billy Madison reference? I think so. Okay. Good for you. And song done. Now we can start the show. So uh, we have a couple things to talk about here before we get into the main event of this uh, this program. Uh, and that is the slam of summer. But before we get there, uh, we have some other <laughs> some other WWE stuff. I really, I, all I want to talk about for the pay-per-view that, or the premium live event that happened this past weekend, which was uh, NXT vehicle, vehicle uh, in the Great American Bash, uh, really is a debut, a debut of, uh, of one Gable Stevenson. Yes. And... Um, that was uh, not pretty. <laughs> I got to tell you. So, 
I uh, against Baron Corbin. And that was a very that was his first ever wrestling match, though. First, correct, correct. And uh, all right, they they botched this completely. I, I got to tell you, and the reason why they botched it. Not, why do you say that? Uh, because I because for two reasons, uh, Joseph. Uh, one is the idea of the the whole gimmick of will they, won't they? He's going to be on NXT tonight to tell us his future plans with NXT. You think they're going to have him on TV to say, you know what, screw this place, I'm out. Uh, no, it was for him to say, I'm, I'm taking my talents to Jacksonville. I'm taking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going down south. Hey Tony, I'm on my way. Um, no, the, there was that whole nonsense, which I thought was ridiculous. And then it wasn't so much the match itself, but the reaction from fans in Texas that were not having the the Rock or uh uh, uh Rocky Maya via babyface kind of thing and they completely turned on him and we're cheering for the first time in forever baron corbin you know when they're cheering hey, baron man. corbin that something's going on maybe this wasn't even about gable Stevenson at all maybe this was all about trying to get the lone wolf baron corbin back over david's gonna fucking hate me for saying this but who gives a fuck baron corbin is highly underrated in my book. Highly underrated. Okay. They dropped the ball with him after the Kurt Angle uh, retirement. They could have done so much more with that, mm -hmm. especially with the with the failed cash-in. Mm -hmm. He had an opportunity with Pat to go into uber-heel type of territory, and it just didn't stick because Pat fucking eviscerated him. I mean, what do you expect? What do you expect? Right. But... Uh, yeah, Baron Corbin. Maybe this was all about trying to get Baron Corbin back. Maybe it wasn't. Well, how come Gable Stevenson couldn't beat Baron Corbin? But maybe it was that Baron Corbin stood toe to toe with an Olympic gold medalist in a match where he and beat another Olympic gold medalist and, and retired that and other retired one. that guy. And ironically, he was doing uh, angle slams and the crowd shouting, "You're not angle." Um, and then for it to all just end in a countout, oh my god! Like that is yeah. that was like the cherry on top of like fans were just like the fuse was blowing, it was going, it was going, and then it just hit the dynamite, uh, Oppenheimer, and it just exploded. And it's like oh my god, the the idea of this match not even getting a actual win, but a countout, good god, that's like the worst Do possible. Do not get me started on Oppenheimer. What is wrong with Oppenheimer? Side sidebar. Sidebar, a, absolutely great, nothing was, was wrong with Oppenheimer. A great movie, but you can't see it at 10 o'clock at night. It's a three-hour fucking movie with previews of three and a half. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Yeah, I fucking watched it. I watched it at 10.30 last night. I don't give a fuck. You're, you're insane. I need. I was waiting for some of my friends to just go, all right, I'm down, let's go. And nobody wanted to do it. And I go, I need to fucking see this movie. So I went. Mom, if you're listening to this. Fast forward the next 30 seconds. I got ripped in the parking lot right before. <laughs> and then I walked in uh -huh. and I got the fucking last row. I got the last seat of the last row and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. It was, it was amazing. It was fucking incredible. You have to see it in IMAX. You have to see it in IMAX. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, with all that being said, mm -hmm. I want to go see it in 4D, if I'm being completely honest. There's a 4D version? I would assume so. I did not see there was a 4D version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to I smell sulfur. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Um, That'd be awesome. Sidebar from the sidebar about the Oppenheimer. Sure. Um, during previews, I'm sitting there, got my nachos on my lap. All of a sudden, five children, children <laughs> with three adults accompanying them. Mm-hmm. Two of the children are which are still in strollers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Walk into Oppenheimer in IMAX. They literally came from Barbie. They were doing okay. they were doing the Barbenheimer. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I overheard them because they were sitting right next to me. Sure. I heard a little Portuguese, I would say. Yep. So I'm assuming maybe something got launched as translation. It took them until the second, the second R-rated horror film trailer (laughs) for them to realize, hmm, I don't think we're in the right movie. Eso no es Barbie. (laughs) In IMAX. (laughs) Yeah. Barbie and IMAX? Uh, No. No, no. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. So then they left, and I was like, okay. Uh Now I can fucking watch this movie in peace. Hopefully no none of these freaking youngins that are here. Well, if it wasn't for the the R-rated horror movie trailer, it would have been... You know, maybe thirty minutes into the movie, when you saw Florence Pugh's, uh, you know, naked boobies, that were like, oh no, we should probably. This is not Barbie. <laughs> this is Barbie. We, all right, listen. This is Barbie, spoiler alert. Barbie after ha- dark. <laughs> did we? Did we? Did we see more Florence Pugh naked than we did clothed? Uh, I think timing wise on screen, yes. Yeah, man. Yo, God bless Chris. Christopher Nolan might be one of my favorite directors of all time. He is one of my favorite directors, and I just say that specifically for uh, Inception and Dark Knight. Oh my God, I forgot he did Inception too. Did he do Shelter Island? Not. Nope, that's the actual island. Shutter Island. <laughs> he did not. He did. He uh, didn't. No. That seems like it's a Christopher Nolan vehicle. Revenant. Though. He did uh, Dunkirk. He did Inception. Oh, so all the other Leo movies. In in uh. Uh, yes, all the, all the other Leo movies. Uh, yeah, that's uh, not directed by Marty Scorsese. <laughs> right, right. It's either yeah. Chris Nolan might be one of my favorite. Just for that. Oh, but, uh, back back to the sidebar about the sidebar. Now, sidebar yes. from that. Yes. Halfway through the movie, I'm confused. Now. I hear. No. I hear a grown man do this. <laughs> well, it, again, it's one o'clock in the morning. I mean, come on. Now that's all fine and good. Wait, is it, but wait. when it lasts twenty minutes and the person next to you is not doing anything, what are we doing? This is one. This is going to win the best picture of the year. And, best and during well. the fucking bomb scene, I don't want to hear Maybe right that, before the fucking thing goes off. Maybe that was the. Oh man, if it got real quiet and I heard that. Oh, I would have been so angry, man. Just throw shit at him. I would have been so angry. But yeah, like I said, Oppenheimer and and IMAX, well worth it. With Mm -hmm. all that being said, Mm -hmm. I will go back to see it in 70 millimeter IMAX. You need to tell me. If it's still available. You need to tell me when you're going to go see it because that's my next move is to see it in 70 millimeter. And I was told by my friend who is also way into Oppenheimer that uh, this is just way too much Oppenheimer talk, by the way. Uh, that it, the 70 right. millimeter uh, version that they had at New, New Rochelle was not a true 70 millimeter, and the one in Lincoln Center was. So apparently, you have to kind of look out and make sure that you're the right. AMC in Lincoln Center is the only one in like the tri-state area that is a true 70 millimeter film. No, yeah. because right. there are a bunch of IMAXs everywhere. 
had to take a trip to uh, to Lincoln Center. Anyway, I've actually been to that movie theater. That's where I saw the. Still not supposed to talk about it, but that's where I saw the 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 Von Erich vehicle. Which did did you see the thing thing I sent you? By the way, the uh, the trailer's coming out soon. Or the trailer's no, but I did see that. uh, I did see that. um, I believe it's coming out in December. Is what I've been hearing. You can't tell. You can't talk about it now. When's the NDA up? When the movie comes out. When the movie comes out, yeah. Oh, jeez. All right. Uh, yo, I'll be completely honest. I have no idea when that's up. I just said, okay, put MJF on the fucking and who, screen. Is, is someone bugging you? Like, who's monitoring the fact that you're not talking about this movie? Listen, out of all the people there, I walked in with a Von Erich shirt. Okay. Listen. <laughs> They're going to be like, I, I want to know. Keep an eye on that one. I- <laughs> <laughs> I want to know someone who's sitting in a black car, black tinted car, sitting outside your building, like with binoculars. Say, there, there he is. If he says one word about this, this movie, we kill. The him. only thing I will say about it is, when it started, I saw a twenty four, and I go, that sounds familiar. But I figured this would have been in my head. I go, I figured this would have been like a bigger vehicle, and then I found out a twenty four is one of the biggest movie companies in the fucking world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm actually pretty hyped about that. But moving on. Moving on. Uh, Go see Oppenheimer. If you don't go see it for the actual historical value of it, go see it for Florence Pugh dropping her boobies out. (laughs) Picture Paige. Yeah, that's it's that's Paige. That's it's Paige in the movies. But you get to see you've seen Paige and you've seen fake Paige. So you get to see you've seen both. Yes, now we've seen both. That's just picture Paige with a wig. That's like Inception. Like you've seen boobs within boobs. Okay, never mind. Um, boobs. Oh, Jesus Christ, my bra- it's too early for my brain to function around that we've, question. We've right gone now. on four different tangents in, in, on that topic, so we need to reel this back. Uh, That's all right. It's our bi-quarterly tangent show. <laughs> <laughs> It happens. Every, that's right. It happens every four weeks, and we just we just hit that that quota. Uh, Stevenson, yeah, debut horrible. Uh, moving on from Great American Bash, um, the the Ila Dragunov, uh, uh, Carmelo Hayes match also was insane. Um, yes, moving on. Hard hitting. Hard. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. One more thing about Oppenheimer. Did you notice that the <laughs> stuff that in gray was? Um, yeah, spoiler alert. Like by the way. historical fact. Well, no, the stuff in gray was present time, and the stuff in color was was the past. No. Yeah, the it. actual optics of it uh-huh. is that the stuff that's in color is all Oppenheimer's point of view. That's why you actually see, like, you hear the dialogue between op, spoiler between Oppenheimer and and Einstein. Uh... All of the all of the colored uh, points of the movie are from Oppenheimer's point of view, which is why the scenes where there's no Oppenheimer whatsoever, you don't. It's all gray. That's that's not true because he was it was gray when he was getting interrogated by the uh, by the lawyer in the room. I'm not saying all the scenes with, oh, okay. without Oppenheimer are not historical fact. <laughs> I but I, I always thought that was just, it was the color wasn't was was past uh, what happened. No, I do and, see why why you could understand that because that's what Christopher Nolan does with his movies. It's like jump around points from all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that the 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 black and white version the black and white scenes in the movie are like more historical fact based than it is Oppenheimer's point of view based 
Gotcha. Well, now I guess we have to go see it in 70 millimeter and, and see if that is. Well, I guess, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to have the Sons of Sland take over Oppenheimer. Let's, let's do it. Um, <laughs> sorry, everybody. Uh, go see Only if we make it a double feature with Barbie. Yes. <laughs> Barbenheimer. Yes. And, and don't. Uh, unless no, I don't want Barbenheimer. But you said double I feature. want Oppenheimer. We got to go to fucking Oppenheimer first. <laughs> Oppenheimer. Look at these two grown ass guys going to see Barbie. <laughs> Listen, I have it on my fire stick. I just watched it at home. Anyway, Shh. he didn't mean that government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's not talking about the Von Erichs and the guy. Okay. Anyway, I have said nothing that I am not allowed to say. I just want to point that out. Uh, I have said everything by the book, once and for all. If you say so. Um, moving on to other wrestling stuff. Uh, ba 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 ba. The elites. Be elite. Uh, they have signed a new multi-year contract with uh, the A-Dubs. Um, Kenny Omega, Young So much Bucks, for that WWE run. Adi, right. uh, Adam Page, according to uh, Tony Khan, Young Bucks, uh, uh, first to show unwavering support. The elite have been so important to launch AEW, and with the Young Bucks going all in when I first approached them in 2018 about my dream to create an international pro wrestling promotion. Shortly after that, their partners and closest friends, Kenny Omega and Hangman, Hangman, Adam Page joined us to formally launch All Elite Wrestling. All four of them have been instrumental to AEW's success from the first episode of Dynamite in 2019 through present day. Now, as we celebrate tonight's 200th episode of Dynamite, uh, should be a good one. Uh, I'm excited to share that Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, Adam Page will all be staying in AEW for years to come. We look forward to celebrating the great news with fans around the world. Um, it does not go on to say as far as the extent of said... Uh, extension uh it just says sign multi-year contracts and that's according to justin barriso of sports illustrated well i just want to point this out please let's say it's a what three-year contract sure maybe they do a handshake agreement for a year to try to just finish up storylines mm -hmm. that would put us at what 2027 i believe mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and then you know, <clears throat> Backlash 2028's right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, Just Kenny Omega dethroning fucking Roman Reigns, <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if we don't get, if we don't get this fucking belt off of Roman Reigns. <laughs> Good God. If we don't get this belt off of Roman Reigns by uh, Philadelphia next year, I think, um, yeah, you know what? If, if it doesn't happen, if we're sitting there night two and Cody Rhodes gets the one, two, three pin against him and we're sitting there, I, I, will, I will text you, call you, or turn to you if you're in the building and be like, okay, I'm on board. <laughs> I am with you the entire way till 2028. Let's go. For the next five years, we will end this show in 2028. That that is, that, that, is I, that is if he still I has feel the belt. like we have to do that. If he still has the belt, though, if he still has the belts after Mania, then our end date will be twenty eight. If Roman Reigns, I'll put it, I'll put this out in the universe. If Roman Reigns <laughs> holds the WWE undisputed Universal Championship, well, I mean, kind of disputed now, but if he holds that Universal <laughs> WWE Championship sure. until Backlash twenty twenty eight and drops it, ooh. 
Time out. Go, go on. I'm going to have to do more research into this. Okay. But I don't know if it means that if he wins at Backlash 2028, he's going to be, like, if he retains. Mm-hmm. I think if he retains. Okay, so if Roman retains at Backlash 2028, we will end the show. Okay. If he holds the title until then. Yes. And he retains at Backlash 2028, the Sons of Slam will have to. Oh, man. So this I'm is about a cry. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on a second. So this is really all... It's con- still real to me, it's- damn it! <laughs> all, right, all right, take it easy. Uh, this is all contingent on the fact that Roman has to make it to Mania Philly and still have the belt. That It's it's literally night night two will be the known time that if, if, we, if we're going to go out in a blaze of glory in 28, it'll be night two of WrestleMania that we will know what, if that's going to happen. And if he drops the belt to Cody, then it's like, all right, whatever, we're going to go on for the next 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just go until the wheels fall off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll do a quick Opie and Anthony run. One of us will say something racist, sure. and the other one will just never talk to the other one. Will have sex in a church? Yeah, it'll, it'll be a whole thing. We, we... Hey, time out a second. What? I'm sorry. Okay. What? What? I gotta stick out for. I gotta stick up for Opie and Anthony. Sure. They, <laughs> you can't see me right now, but this is my best Bill Clinton. They did not have sex in that. I'm sorry. Opie and Anthony did not have sex in that church. They did not. No, correct. They did not. They did not. But they, directed they people did to host a so. radio show <laughs> that told people to go have sex in the most correct. weird places. Correct. So these people decided to have straight up anal in St. Patrick's Cathedral. Man, what a time that was on radio. God, you can't do that anymore, no, man. No, God. I, I, listen, I tried that on my, my radio show, and they, they frowned upon that. So I, I, yeah, yeah. I would assume so. I, I pitched it, too. I was like, you know what? Is there any way I can have se-? And I said, <laughs> It's better than catching it. Am I right? All right. <laughs> I, uh, I said, if I, can we have se? And I couldn't even get the X out. They were like, no, absolutely not. I meant to say segues. Yes. Can we have segues? not going to let me finish? Can we have segues into sex in public places? And they were like, no, we can't do that. Speaking of segues, SummerSlam is this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> Uh, WWE's current television deals with Raw and SmackDown are set to expire um, during the second quarter 2023 earnings call. Uh, the other con, Nick, uh, made it clear Raw and SmackDown media rights are not up until October of 2024, and Peacock comes up in 2026, uh, set to expire. Nick Con of the Connecticut cons. Of, the, of the, all those cons, yes. Uh, the of the North Cons, uh, <laughs> the Northeast Cons, <laughs> the Northeast Cons. Uh, so yeah, so apparently, look out for uh, October of next year because uh, that'll be something coming up. Um, Vince McMahon uh, receives a subpoena and search warrant on July seventeenth. That just happened uh, like two weeks ago. Uh, the financial results uh, reported August 2nd, 2023. Several legal updates concerning Vince McMahon were disclosed. Those updates pertain to the board of directors investigation conducted in 2022, which looked into allegations of misconduct against McMahon. All that that same song and dance again. He has paid approximately $17.4 million to date um, in uh, uh, legal fees with, related to uh, multiple lawsuits. <laughs> Uh, in addition to the ongoing investigation on July 17, 2023, federal law enforcement agents executed a search warrant and and uh, served a federal grand jury subpoena on Vince McMahon. As of now, no charges have been brought in relation to this investigation. A lot of legal stuff going on the last uh, couple of days and uh, uh, even yesterday. And Vince McMahon also went underwent uh, major spinal surgery that, uh, depending on what side of the fence you lean on, went successfully. 
What does that mean? If you find it happy or sad that he was successful, that's all. I see what you're saying. Now. Gotcha. Uh, L.A. Knights. La Knights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, named WWE's top merchandise seller in July. Shocker. Um, uh, the, that, I smell an opponent for Backlash 2028. <laughs> <laughs> L.A. Knight. Rumors suggest that Knight's push will begin after the August 5th SummerSlam uh, premium live event. Yeah, because he's in the... In the Battle Royal of all things, um, which maybe he'll he'll win that. Who knows? Um, I I don't want him to win. I don't want him to win that either because that, that it just... doesn't bode well for for battle royal winners in the WWE. It does not. Um, as far as uh, merchandise sellers, he led the way, followed by Cody Rose and the Bloodline. Um, his T-shirts, Bloodline shirts, really fell off after that first one. The portrait. Uh, the portrait and the the God mode one were his top sellers. Yeah, um, yeah. And speaking of which, uh, top selling merchandise includes men's the men's black LA Knight yeah T shirt. Uh, the men's fanatics branded black LA Knight logo T shirt. Um, and additionally, his name appears on three of of the top six best selling shirts. Uh, and that goes to. By the way, do you want to know what that tells me? Oh, hold on. Let me let me give you the list: LA Knight, Cody Rhodes, okay. the Usos, the Usos ahead of Roman Reigns, followed by <laughs> Good Lord. Stone Cold Steve Austin, followed by the NWO. What? Yeah, followed by the NWO. What? Uh, SummerSlam, Rhea Ripley, Mommy Shirt, John Cena, and Seth Freakin' Rollins round out the top ten. John Cena. <laughs> I'll go with that. <laughs> Man, just sometimes a quick one will really throw you off guard. Dude, I got to tell you, uh, that, that might be one of the funniest promos in the history of wrestling for, for me. For me, one of the, the funniest problems. It's, Especially just seeing John Cena break like he that. Broke so hard. He broke and so hard. Santino Morella, a sidebar, one of the, probably the, I'm, here's a hot take, probably, may, might be the funniest superstar of all time. He, he was, the, the stuff that he did, and he, going on record as saying that he was trying to pop every single person that he was in the ring with. That whole, prom, the oh, whole yeah. thing that he did with Sheamus and, um, was the big guy, the big Russian guy that he had. Uh, they, he was like in a top hat, and he was having uh, tea, and he's talking about being a ginger, and Vladimir Kozlov. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, that's a call. I I truly believe you would not have gotten that if I wasn't. Here. No, I would have to look that up. And and yeah, yeah. God, but, that's hilarious. But uh, the fact that he called him a ginger and he's like you couldn't play with all the school kids because you were a ginger. And then the John Chena, it was just he's one of the funniest people ever. John Chena was probably like 15 years ago at this point, and to this still, day, still... I fucking say it every time I see John Cena's name pop up anywhere. <laughs> I saw him in too fast. I saw him in the fucking Fast and the Furious, the Fast Ten, and I go fucking John Chana. <laughs> it just gets me. It marks me out so hard. <laughs> John Chana. Uh, Drew McIntyre discloses what he was doing during his WWE hi- hiatus after WrestleMania 39. Uh, Ringside News exclusively reported uh, that he was injured. The injury took place uh, before his highly acclaimed uh, Triple Threat match against Gunter. And Sheamus at WrestleMania 39. After the match, he was absent from in-ring competition. Uh, he's made his return. He made his return at Money in the Bank uh, this year. Um, and he went. Oh, let me see here. Yeah, he went out to say that uh, it was a unique situation where what was going on. I had a couple 
uh, of things fixed, but it didn't require physical therapy like a lot of things I've had to deal with in the past. So I was able to enjoy my time and spend time with family and the cats and get some projects taken care of outside of the ring. Right now he's actually in a movie, which is which is why he's not hasn't been on TV. Uh, sometimes stepping and getting a few outside the bubble is something that is very helpful for where you want to go as a person and with your career. I've learned the hard way when I was younger getting fired from WWE and I had to step outside the bubble and get perspective again. And this opportunity allowed me to see things a little clearer and allowed people to, to talk a lot on the internet, which it did. Um, and he is set to face. If you would have said term. that in a perfect Scottish accent, I would have been so impressed. That I'm, entire thing. I, I'm not going to even attempt it because it'll be just. And Drew McIntyre, <laughs> Drew McIntyre said, "Mine will be like, I got some things fixed." <laughs> it'll be mine will be like Spanish and Russian combined somehow. I don't, I don't know where it would go with that. I'm not going to even attempt that. Don't, don't offend so many people. Um, more, we'll I'll, have accent. We'll have accent course one day on the Sons of Slam if you, you want. You you had it. You were, that was pretty good. Um, I don't like to toot my own horn all the time, but I I do color myself impressive with the. Uh, with my accent sometimes. Uh, it, was, it was pretty good. Uh, more stuff here. Uh, belief that WWE is making Logan Paul feel less special with Ricochet match. You don't say. We've only been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. Uh, Logan Paul returned WWE uh, Money in the Bank, where he competed in the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, began feuding with Ricochet right after that. The two have been trading barbs on microphone uh, while speaking with Jim, the Jim Cornette experience. Oh, good God. Uh, Cornette questioned why Vince McMahon did not stop Logan Paul's match with Ricochet. Uh I would hope it wouldn't be oh, because he still has his final say if Vince does. Uh, Cornette adding that he believes WWE is making him feel less special with his upcoming match with Ricochet. He said, quote, I guess if he wants to do it, they want to make him happy. But I can't believe Vince didn't put his foot down and say, no, we're not. For the same reason, we're not going to book Brock Lesnar against a flop dollar. <laughs> wow. Uh, we're not going to book Whoa. a main event celebrity attraction that Saudi Arabia pays money for and that does ratings against a mid-card guy because it takes some of the special away from Logan Paul. I'm sure Logan Paul asked for it because why would you take a guy that's that that's that big a celebrity around the world? He wrestled Seth Rollins. He's wrestled Roman Reigns in the big marquee matches. Why would you book a guy that level that's been presented at that level of a star against Ricochet? That's not even an insult to the guy as far as his talent. Yes, it is. In the ring or whatever. That's an honest assessment of the way he's presented in the pecking order of their television. I mean, the way he worded it, that's an end quote. The way he worded it was an insult. Um, the reason why they booked this match was because you've had a, an amazing match streak just on a sidebar storyline with the two of them. And now you're bringing it to the forefront. And after all this, it kind of fizzled with uh with everything that's been going on on the mic with that being said i i'm fully excited for this match and this match in my mind <laughs> will make up for everything that we had to deal with in the last couple of weeks leading up to this thing time out but it's been a it's been a poor representation of what is to come yes time out i under i agree with you that the first couple of weeks like the last two weeks before this past week oh, okay I'll, okay the two weeks prior mm -hmm. I'll agree with you. If we, if you had said that last week, I would have been like, absolutely. I don't know where the fuck this is going. But this past Monday, mm -hmm. Logan taking the dig at Samantha Irvin, I'm all for that. Because it, it digs him into the heel. Like, I mean, he didn't need to be dug in anymore. But it firmly solidifies that the people are going to be cheering for Ricochet. Yes. Because Samantha Irvin, hate to break it to y'all, she is the best. I love Justin Roberts. I love Justin Roberts as a ring announcer. Don't get me wrong. 
But Samantha Irvin, in my eyes, is the best ring announcer today. Just the way she's taken a couple things and made it her own. She doesn't sound like everybody else. The difference with everyone else is everyone else sounds like Justin Roberts. Right. Except Samantha Irvin. Right. With all that being said, I I am all in, no pun intended, on this Logan Paul Ricochet match after Monday. Before (laughs) Monday, Mm -hmm. a lot to be desired. Right. After that promo on Monday, I'm in 100%. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I was in, I was in 95%. <laughs> I got give me the realness. I got, I, I was in, I was in high for it anyway because it was the two of them and they've already proven that they could put some stuff out there. But, uh, yeah, I, I yeah, I, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. This, this, this last Monday did, did more for me to lead up to that. And they, they had to because if they didn't push anything or didn't kind of get to that point of even including Samantha in the whole thing, it was still going to fall flat. So, yeah, kudos to them to, uh, for getting that there. Uh, the only thing I don't like right now is that Logan keeps on saying that I'm going to make this the most viral match of all time. What does that mean? Because I, I don't know what that means. What, that scares me. What does it all mean, Basil? That scares me because I'll tell you what. I know a match that's much more viral than never, – never mind. No, go, never mind. Go on. No, go on. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please don't make me. No, no. Please don't make me do it. Which is, you know, you know, match never took place. Still crazy viral, even though it never took place. Mm. The Godfather versus the Blue Blazer. <laughs> okay. Sure. Sure. We'll Still one that. of the most viral matches of all time. Never happened, but you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be completely honest with you. Sure. Please. <laughs> I could not think of a more viral match per se. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I still need to know what that means. I don't know what it means to be a viral match. Well, think what is. Let's break it down. What does the word viral mean? Diseased. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> that was a very millennial speak. Let me let me let me tailor it towards fucking Gen Z here. Please, please. Um, what does viral mean on the internet? Oh, the internet. Oh, the interwebs. Uh, that it is it is out there and popular and uh, seen by many. Seen by many, I, uh, some uh, over a couple mil is, like, I guess, the technical definition of sure, viral sure. per se or whatever. Sure. So, what kind of match would have garnered over a million or so views at this point? I mean, uh, the first one off the top of my head is Halloween Havoc, Rey Mysterio, and Eddie Guerrero. Okay, I would say that one has more than a million views at this point. Mm-hmm. All together throughout, like that match has been viewed more than one million times. I'm well. I mean, if that's the case, then Rock and Hogan is viral. Rock and Hogan, Rock Austin, Rock Austin. So this is my point. Okay, I don't like that Logan Paul is saying I'm going to make this the most viral match of all time. Then it just because I don't think he knows. I listen. He he knows a lot. I don't know if he knows some of the most viral matches that have currently took place. But now, does he just mean that I'm going to make a moment in this viral the same way he made a moment in the Royal Rumble viral and all that stuff? Yeah, apparently. Like, if, if you can, if you can have that, I can get on board with viral match. The both of you jump off a ladder. If you can have Mysterio and Guerrero be the match that that was, then the two of them could definitely put on that kind of match. 
And that's what I'm assuming he is going for when he says he wants a viral match. With that being said, it's it, it, I think it's a stupid thing, and it makes me hate Logan Paul or all the more. But I still love his his in ring uh, character. I, I I love it. And then watching him interview people like Seth Rollins, uh, his podcast. I, I'm starting to like grow more attached to him because of his podcast. Um, I just I, hey, I, hey 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 hey. I like hey, the way hey. he what what. Welcome to the club. Brother. I know, I know. Okay, <laughs> I, it's okay. I know it's all right to come out and say I do enjoy Logan Paul's podcast. Right, I've been saying it for years. But here's the everyone's thing. looked at me like I'm the asshole. No, here's the thing: people hate Logan Paul just because he's Logan Paul. I I've never hated or or disliked him either way. I thought that I've always said that his his in ring ability, him and Baboni, have been probably the two best celebrity air quotes celebrity uh uh wrestlers of all time in wwe and that's, that's are we taking are we officially taking pat mcafee out of that category uh, I am, he, yes. is he just a wrestler now he's just a wrestler yes okay yeah i mean that's, right. you, and this is you this is the, the the biggest mark for pat mcafee on the planet i'm telling this to you as a as a mark he is the most entertaining celebrity probably on the planet but as far as talent goes and wrestling ability the, the two of them have have far outshone him unfortunately i apologize to you um, with that being said, though, he can do some flips, some flippy doodah stuff, and but the stuff that so a bad bunny. What is bad bunny's fucking wrestling? It's all a bunch of flippy doodah stuff. It's not. Have you? Did you not watch that match that he had a backlash with uh, Damian Priest? Fair, fair point, fair point. <laughs> but give Pat that same fucking opportunity, and he'd knock it out of the park. I, then, then, all I'm saying until is like, then. For, until let's talk then. about regular matches, okay? Until we'll talk about, then, we'll talk about regular regular rules matches. Look at Bad Bunny and look at Pat McAfee, both of them in the ring together. They're roughly the fucking same person. They can both do a, they can both do a flip and they can both oh, deliver a clothesline. Until then, <laughs> ah, God, until, I hate it when I fucking can't breathe. Breathe, son, breathe. Until then, ah. I have to go by what I've seen, and what I've seen is that you know, Baboni and well, get your fucking glasses checked because you ain't these, seen the damn right thing. These, by the way, are brand new with the glasses Whoa. with my my blue tint. Thank you very much. How dare you? How hey, dare you? Uh, quick question. Yes. <laughs> complete sidebar what is your prescription do you know <laughs> i just know my contact is very high and uh what is it no it, by the way no it's not but what is it a very low uh 3.75 <laughs> blind is a bat you yeah what <laughs> buddy 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 uh-huh. my con oh fuck i don't even have my camera on my contacts are a negative six. <laughs> Guess it's still a thing. <laughs> okay. God, I thought it was bad. Jeez. All right. I, My I, glasses are a negative six fifty. Sir. All I, right. <laughs> That's why I always ask people. I, I I bow to you. Good lord. How do you how do you walk around? Huh? How do you walk around? I are you, don't know. Are you legally blind? One. I see. That's the funny thing. <laughs> I think I might be. <laughs> that's the funny. It's hysterical. That's the funny thing. I, I might be blind. I um, think I might be. I cannot see. I'm <laughs> legally blind. I can't see. Good lord. Um, <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. There's a bunch uh, of sidebars today. Yeah, it's our bi-quarterly sidebar. Bi <laughs> title. So thank you. Uh huh. Uh, really quick with collision. Uh, that happened on Saturday night. Again, favorite show of the week. Um. Uh, CM Punk finally debuted his belt that he never lost, and he put a big X. Oh, timeout! I just it. let that process a minute. What's up? You just said Collision's your favorite show of the week? Now it is, yeah. 
Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I think it's, it goes. Uh, for me, it's Collision, SmackDown, uh, Dynamite, Raw. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. It was. It was Dynamite. It, it was Dynamite until Collision came out, and I'm like, I, you know what? I. <laughs> you go to one fucking Collision show, and the 200 episodes of Dynamite mean nothing to you. Nothing. They've they've had a good run. Nothing. They've had a good run. Dynamite. Listen, dynamite is its own. Good day, sir. <laughs> we are about to go to see. I a... said good day. <laughs> We're about to go. I said good day. <laughs> We're about to go see it live at uh, at the Slam. That's grand, and I'm very very excited. That is one of my favorite shows to see live every year. It has now become a tradition. Third year in a row. Uh, but the... I feel like if the UBS and all those other ones fucking go by the wayside, I feel like the one that we have to do every year has to be Grand is Slam. Grand Slam. It's only for, well, not only because of the matches that they present for it, and the I, I've said it every year the the way that place sounds, good fucking lord, it's absolutely it, it makes me cry, it makes me tear how how beautiful it sounds in that that arena. So here's the thing, Fought, well, I don't know, I mean, shit, is that ten years ago that that dome has been on there? Oh, if you said that thing, uh, that that roof was never, it wasn't always on there, right? So I'm I'm thinking that before that it wouldn't have sounded the same. Oh no, of course not, because it would have just escaped. Right. But now all of it reflects off the roof and comes back down in front of all of us. And good lord, glorious sound. I I'm 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 all about sound, and I just love that. that huh, it, you don't say. You don't say. Broadcast. We're all about sound. Radio guy. Um, it's just got that open air feel like you're outside, but it's got the dome. So everything bounces back and it just sounds like, just like arena. <laughs> it doesn't like garden has its own sound. The MSG has its own sound. Uh, every other place has its own generic sound. Like, uh, you know, U- UBS the arena. garden is similar though to that. Cause it's roughly the same amount of people. <sighs> uh, Arthur Ashe is a little, Arthur Ashe is a little more. It's, it's well, like, you could fit what max max you could fit eighteen thousand in the fucking garden, right? Right. And and what was the what was the capacity at? Uh, was it twenty? Four was what they did at, at Dynamite. The first one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, not, not the second one. The first and one. the second one, <laughs> hate to break it to you, mm. it wasn't as filled as the first one. It definitely was not. <laughs> it was not. Death not. Um, but still sounded absolutely amazing. Um, so CM Punk. <laughs> for collision yeah, <laughs> let's get back on track cm punk going to his full hulk hogan mode okay go chris there you go yes yeah, so he's doing the yeah, that's right so he's doing the nwo thing we're putting the x to that belt so are, are we doing like a smackdown raw thing where we're gonna have like one belt for each show can can they not i i hope not surely hope not okay just want to make sure we're on the same page with that i don't want to see i don't want to even hear the term collision world championship <laughs> that might that might be a possibility, sir. I got. I hate to. Break That's it. my point. I hate to. Break I it. don't want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> that might actually become a thing. Um, the main event of Collision, which was the uh, <laughs> the 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 last stop for this tag team of MJF and Adam Cole, um, Bebe, and their double clothesline of Fury. Uh, you know, you know, it's you know, it's over. It's way over. Same deal with Baron Corbin. You know it's way over when MJF wrestling over wrestling over when okay, MJF yeah. and Adam Cole are getting cheered and FTR are getting booed. That's when you just know, like, so you have something 
that is good in that moment. And you know, you know, it's over. You know, they're over when uh, <laughs> when Excalibur has to stop himself from saying, "You gotta give the people what they want." Right, right. In when in the middle of the ring with that hug. <laughs> I have a theory about this. Sure. You have back-to-back pay-per-views coming up in a couple weeks with them, correct? Uh, as far as we know, and that's put a put a. We have not been told otherwise. Yeah, put a pin in that, by the way, because we're gonna talk about that after this match. Go ahead. We have not been told otherwise, so we would have to assume that it is all in on pay-per-view on August 27th, and then all out on pay-per-view on August 2nd. Uh, September. September. 2nd. There you go. Yes. So, what if you have? CM Punk mm-hmm. versus MJF mm-hmm. for the undisputed <laughs> AEW World Championship sure. at Wembley Stadium, all in London. Uh-huh. And Adam Cole is still in his corner. And Adam Cole turns on MJF. And allows Punk to win. Mm. MJF is a babyface. Mm. Punk is a heel. Cole is a heel. Now you can go one of two ways going into all out. out. You can go Punk Cole. You can go MJF Punk 2. You can go MJF Cole. If But then Punk would also need something. So we, we Triple t- threat even. We talked about this last week as far as the back-to-back situation that is it's this is unprecedented there is no precedent as far as having pay-per-views back-to-back which could feel very much like excuse me like a part one main main hang on main roster pay-per-views in the same company correct main roster pay-per-views say right yes i'm not talking about like SummerSlam into NXT. Uh, like this is like yeah. this is yeah. Major We're not talking Great American Bash into fucking SummerSlam. WrestleMania weekend, yeah. We're g- going from in your house to to Mania. Uh, this is legit main roster back to back, and it feels like it's like it's, it sounds so nerdy. Uh, Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows, Part One and Two. <laughs> this is like the ba- you can have a story for one, and then it lead into story for two. And you know what? I'm for it. Oh, it's like Avengers Infinity War and then Endgame. Into Endgame, They're making both movies at the same time but with different release dates. And you could continue (laughs) the story. I'm for it. If they they do it that way, I'm for it. The reason, which also, I'm going to take that pin out and and talk about what I was about to say. There is nothing that they've said. And it's all over the interwebs, by the way. I'm sure everybody's seen it. They have said nothing about the the card for All In. Nothing about Wembley at all. It has all been. They don't need to. It has all been uh, whatever's in the moment, dynamite, collision, and all that stuff. They don't need to. Really? Why would they need to? You, you don't think they need to establish some sort of card to advertise? They still have, what, almost a month? They have three full weeks. It's their biggest. This will be their mania. My point being is <laughs> this, that normally this if, will be if their you mania. see a pay-per-view, well, yes, absolutely. It will be their mania. Mm-hmm. But if you see a pay-per-view normally... You have that fucking card release so that it sells tickets to the event. Correct. You don't need to sell tickets to this event. But you need to being sold. But you need to say something, right? Are you just? uh, Is that going to be the the other first? Is that they going to have back to back pay per views one week after the other, and then say nothing about what's happening? (laughs) It's just going to be like everybody's going to kind of come out and just kind of have it 
Oh, here, here's, here's a match. Here's another match. Oh, here's uh, here's here's Punk versus Omega. I feel like if if you also break it down into wrestling shows, you still have let's say there's three weeks, two shows a week. You still have six shows to establish a full card for that pay per view. You better start something. Better start establishing some sort of storyline soon because because we all we all pretty much kind of have an understanding of where things are going to go. You're 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 saying that as far as selling tickets, that's all well and good. People in in London or people in America or anywhere else in the world will fly over there if they you know love wrestling that much and had the time. I would lo- have loved to have done that to fly over there and to watch this. People are going to buy the tickets. That's not the problem. The problem is the sales for the the pay per view. That's where the money's coming in, obviously. And you have to advertise I, again. A card. I don't think you have to. I I do agree. You have to advertise a card. What am I buying? I, what am I buying? It's wrestling. What am I spending spending sixty dollars for or whatever it is? But this is my point. Regardless. Mm-hmm. If you don't know the card before the week until the week before, you're still buying the card. The AEW diehards who are the ones buying the pay per views are still going to buy the pay per view regardless if there's a fucking card or not. Okay, and then okay, that's fine. But you you already have their money, just like you have the money for the the tickets. So what about the people that are the the you know the casual fans that are like, you know what, I do want to see Punk versus Omega or Punk versus MJF. I'm going to buy well, this you now. Don't but want, I don't, you I don't, don't want to have that announcement so far out, and then they go, oh, I got time. What? Of course you do. If that's if that get announced if that gets announced so far out, don't pull people have a short fucking attention span. Don't pull the WWE nonsense where you're gonna give me like a wrestling match, like you're setting something up for like a week before. Don't give me the bloodline explodes or you know they, they go to war one week before the actual pay per view. That that's that's exactly what's about to happen. Is that you're gonna announce this match or a match on Dynamite and the pay per views this this Sunday? I have a feeling we're gonna have a different. Uh... A different point of view come next week's show. All right, listen. If they start, if they start talking about stuff either this week, you know, dynamite collision, uh, that, that's all well and good. But the closer you get to this thing, the the more risk you're putting into this this payoff that you're that that Tony Khan is is attempting here. I do agree. It's it's a very high risk, high reward, high reward type of situation. Mm-hmm. That was very Queensland. My but. point being is that it's not the. That's not the best way to put it. It you're still gonna have your diehards. So if the people who aren't diehards find it more closer to the event, that's better because they'll be able to go on. <laughs> it sounds nope, like can't. It I like... thought I have officially sounds... ran out of words to say. It sounds like you were trying to talk yourself into uh, into something there. I was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was more of a situation of my mouth talks faster than my brain does. And now we recognize. Oh, no, yeah. First step is admitting it. I've known that for most of my life. As Stephen A. has said, lay off the weed. No, 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 no. That wasn't a slip of memory type of situation. That was a I have no arguments in this type of deal situation. In, in your own in your own argument, you can't argue yourself. I, I got you. Uh, let's see. FTR <laughs> taking on MJF. FTR, right? Double clothesline, baby. Yeah, yeah baby. The the boo. By the way, can we just call that team the double clothesline? The double clothesline. They should. Adam Cole. Better than you, baby. Uh, <laughs> that's also speaking of merchandise. They're they're best selling shirt for uh for the company. Um, and if you haven't seen this, this match is absolutely insane. Not so much. Well, I shouldn't say that. The match itself was was absolutely insane. Uh, but the story that was told throughout the match to lead to the end of this match with 
uh, as uh, Simon Miller puts it, the, the most uh, devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up, to get the win Small on package. Uh, and MJF, that's right. Um, only for uh, FTR to shake Adam Cole's hand with MJF uh, crying in the corner, Adam Cole posing to the crowd, MJF with the belt in hand, looking like he's about to, to pop him, and the crowd does the... the Time honored, time honored tradition of saying, "Turn, turn around, look behind you." Cole, no, that doesn't even like. That's that's how <laughs> that's how well the story was told. And Cole's like, "All right, here it is, here it comes," and he just puts his arms up as if he's about to take it, and he turns around and they hug, and the story goes on. <laughs> we're doing an angle. We're doing an AEW's angle. doing an angle. We are doing it. We are doing storytelling here, and that is something that I, I will still say after three years of 200 episodes of dynamite and uh you know three or four years of AEW, they still have yet to manage correctly <laughs> they can tell a story just not as well as wwe and that is proof the proof is also in the set in this said edition of collision we had matches with Mercedes Martinez versus Kieran Hogan. We had Action Andretti, Darius Martin, and uh, Vikingo versus the Bull Cup Gold. What? Why? No reason. Just matches to have matches. And so that's all well and good. That's all fine. We had Gravity versus Samoa Joe. Why? Because we can have matches like that and we have squat, squat matches. That's all well and good. Put them on TV. But there has been no storylines. The only other thing, I, I'm sorry, let me, other storyline, Darby Allen with uh, Luchasaurus and Christian Cage. Uh, and he took on, of all people, uh, Minoru Suzuki. Um, and he just got absolutely see weird. that was weird to me. That that's also weird too. Of all people, just to kind of like throw a dart at a board and say I'm going to throw this guy in, which is great. The, the crowd loved it because Suzuki's way over. Uh, but, but <laughs> this man. is probably this is probably more your generation. Oh sure. Did you ever play Mash as a kid? <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> oh fuck. No. All right, never mind. Let's move on. It's oh. way too much for me to explain without seeming like a fucking nerd, and I don't even know the fucking of it is that like the tv show and play the tv show match like what no it was more like uh you play it with the girls in grade school type of thing oh i'm intrigued. you're gonna be married with oh. uh two kids in a fucking shack down by the river or whatever the fuck it was <laughs> you know what i mean it sounds fun Some that's kind of like what tony khan is doing all right i want to have darby allen and Oh, I see, I see what you're okay. Minoru yeah, right. Suzuki. Right, 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 right. And they're going to be on collision. Right. And it's going to be a, oh, look at that, regular match. You know All what? right, go. I think, to, here, <laughs> now, that, now that you say that, this, this is my this is what I, I picture with Tony Khan. It, stay with me here. So wait, wait, wait. Before you do that, yes. before you do that, mm -hmm. I, I have one sound by that I want to do, and sure. then I immediately want you to go into it. Sure. Ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> go. Is that a fart? No, it was a snort. <laughs> that was the best way. Wait, wait, maybe this is better. So it sounds like a line. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> I just got that. So Tony, yes, Tony. <laughs> Tony does his line. He snorts a rail. <laughs> is my point. He's got his rail in front of him. He's got his dynamite rail. <laughs> he snorts it, and then he has in his in his glass box. He opens up the box, and it has the sound. Oh. And it's it's this golden light, and in it, speaking of uh, my generation, he takes out like Marcellus Wallace's box in Pulp Fiction. Yes, yes. You look, yeah, you, you see it from behind, from behind the box, and you just see gold, a gold light shine in his face, and he opens it up, and it's 
in in grade school you had those paper things you folded up and it, you wrote things inside and you did like the the fold like one two three four five and then oh my god whatever number okay was that. so our generations are not that far off no we're not that far off so we you open up that that piece of paper and it has you know something on it like you know you you're going to be this person with that person like like mash i guarantee yeah. you that he has wrestlers and then inside the paper is scenarios and inside the other one is the match simulation so it's going to be Darby Allen. No, versus... and then inside that one is the time limit. <laughs> we're going 60 minutes out of a 60-minute show, Rampage. Uh, we're going to have Miro uh, fight Aaron Solo for some reason, and uh, <laughs> it's all going to be backstage. Oh, yep, that's and that's exactly what they did. It's just nothing makes sense. And uh, I think that is the <laughs> the only major downside to AEW is that well, no, I keep saying only, and I, I I keep talking myself out of it. There's too many wrestlers, not enough TV time, and there's no structure as to storytelling other than their major guys. So their their B card guys have nothing going on; they'll just have matches. But those top top level guys will have all these stories told, and that's fine. That's all well and good, but you need to kind of establish more. And WWE has that unlock; they just know how to how to do that. Um, Would you say that between WWE, I'm sorry, between Raw, SmackDown, mm-hmm. and NXT, mm-hmm. between them and the cluster of Dynamite Collision, and I'll put Ring of Honor in there as well, who do you think has more superstars signed to those shows? Which which individual show? No, 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 no. The, the cluster of the WWE vehicles versus the AEW vehicles. Who do you think has more people? You're just counting Dynamite and, and Collision. And Ring of Honor. Right, and Ring of Honor. Um, because all like the all the Dynamite and Collision people are all on Ring of Honor, too. There's very rarely people who are just Ring of Honor guys. I got to say, after sitting through Collision and sitting through all of Ring of Honor all hour and a half after the fact and getting out of there at 12 o'clock... I'm gonna say AEW, right? I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say AEW because if you have all, and the doesn't people it on feel Rampage, like WWE has twice the amount of television time? Yes, and apparently, <sighs> I think Ring of Honor puts it over the top. If it was just Dynamite and Collision, that'd be one thing. But there were people that were just coming out. There were tag teams going on in Ring of Honor. They're like that you never heard of people, you know. And that's four at a time, and plus the managers. I'll do you one plus, better. Can you, know, you name your Ring of Honor Women's Champion currently? Yes, it's um, uh, Athena. Yes. Where she, but she's just been on Ring of Honor. She she was on Ring of yeah. She was on Ring. Actually, is the, she just is she just Ring of Honor now? The taping that we saw, she was on it. Yeah, she's just Ring of Honor. Because by the internet, she is all elite. Well, I mean, technically, she is because she's yeah. But un- they've never like under Tony Khan. Um, who's the men's champion? A Ring of Honor. Claudio Castagnoli. Mm. When was the last time? He I'll def- go through him if you want. When was the last time he defended that belt? Uh, this past week against Pac, and found out recently that match with Pac was supposed to be against Eddie Kingston, but Eddie was the one that wanted to go to Japan, hmm. and then he won that title over in Japan. So that says to me that he actually might have won that Ring of Honor championship, hmm. and I'm glad that he didn't. I guess my point in asking that question is there's you have your Ring of Honor champion 
is is moonlighting slash full time AEW because Blackpool is is top level. So your Ring of Honor champion is in a great tag team in AEW, and that doesn't bode well for Ring of Honor. No, not even in the slightest. Hey, this is another another Tony Khan acquisition that you just had to have all the toys, and it didn't. Yeah. it didn't make any sense. You, you've you've done this. Again, I I said it last week. Ring of Honor feels like it's You're halfway to having your your Sergeant Slaughter figure fight your other Sergeant Slaughter figure. <laughs> That's a good analogy. It is ECW. It is it is WWE ECW. And it is a bad, bad look um for all these people that you know what you want to have the the undercard. And again, as we said last week too, it's not a developmental, it's just there. It just exists, and that is not good for your your brand. Um, yeah. Anyway, moving on. So <laughs> there's moving that. On. Speaking of weird matches, what do you think about Red Cane versus Blue Cane? <laughs> I just saw this on the on the. <laughs> and we can make it in 2024, so it has like you know fucking political connotations to it too. Yeah, it does. That should because do. Red Cane also being Glenn Jacobs, mm-hmm. it fits not... very perfectly. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, without the mask. <laughs> Does not want to mask. So, yeah, so that, that does fit perfectly. Uh, according to, let's see, Dynamite on, uh, it was, tw- not, what do you even say now? It was X'd out online. Can't even say tweeted out. It was X'd. <laughs> it's just so stupid. I don't. Um, fucking, I... fucking Musk. Um, this is, it couldn't just leave well enough alone. Uh, the dynamite car for tonight. Stick to Mars, bro. Good God, just and then stay there. Stick oh, to Mars and electric cars. And electric cars and then stay there. Mars. Jack Perry versus Jerry Lynn in a face face to face confrontation. Uh, whatever that means. We. Have... Oh, I'm glad. I wanted to talk about that really quick. Please go ahead. Um, did you? Did I bring this up last? I hope I didn't bring this up last week. I'll tell you right now. Uh, Jack Perry said that he has, uh, uh, uh Taz's dipshit friends or whatever he said right yeah. all it has his friends and then jerry lynn comes out mm-hmm. why jerry lynn yeah we didn't talk about this uh why jerry lynn why yeah well that's my point why jerry lynn oh okay I'm, is jerry, jerry lynn a known friend i thought you had an answer of um, taz we know they worked in the same company together they did but is he a known friend to most of the world taz has two friends okay taz probably has more friends but Taz has two wrestling friends who are fucking very well known. Who's that? Bully Ray and Tommy Dreamer. Okay. Yonkers Owen. What if? I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Let's say Hook sells an injury for a little while longer. Let's say, I don't know, about five to six weeks. Mm-hmm. What if? It's not Jerry Lynn. I don't know if Jerry Lynn can have a match. I I don't think he can have a full match. I'm not exactly too sure. I know Taz can't. Can't? Yeah, Taz Taz can't wrestle anymore. Oh, okay. I was that, that was going to be my my lead. It was going to be like this is going to lead into Jerry Lynn getting mushed face by Jack Perry and then the two of them have a match. But okay, if you're Exactly. That. So, if it, all right, let's go with that. If Jack Perry just fucking mushes Jerry Lynn and Jerry Lynn falls to the ground and he can't wrestle, mm-hmm. someone has to come and wrestle for him. You have another ECW guy come and wrestle for him. Like I said before, Taz has two friends, Tommy Dreamer, Bully Ray. Pretty one right. is a very very big baby face. Mm-hmm. The other one can play either side of the ball, right. whichever one you want. Right. 
They're also in New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I love when we get uh, conspiracy, Joe. All right. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think. I'll just put it to you like this. I don't think it's going to be bully mm-hmm. because it, it, it it's it's going to be Sabu. I'm, no, I'm kidding. I, I don't know. But it could be because Sabu was also another FTW champion. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> but not, Tommy not Dreamer. Uh-huh. Tommy Dreamer versus Jack Perry <laughs> uh-huh. at Arthur Ashe Stadium in Flushing, Queens. Oh, my God. And because Tony being Tony, Tommy can come out to his old ECW theme. Yonkers own Tommy Dreamer, Thomas James Laughlin. 52. He still wrestles. He's, no, he still wrestles and still married to uh, to Beulah. Oh, yeah. Miss McGillicuddy, if you're nasty. Um, yeah, very nice With guy. With a broken freaking neck. Yeah, very nice guy. I've met him several times uh, at the gym. At Planet Fitness of, of all gyms. He, go, he goes. Uh, he goes. Hey man, to, listen. He's he a wrestler, but he's still got. He's still got bills to pay. Sometimes Planet Fitness is just the cheapest option. He goes discount. Like, it's all right. It's all good. It's all ten dollars a month. Doesn't matter as long as you get. Are your- they weights? Yes. Yes. Okay. There you go. All good. Uh, so yeah, Jerry Lynn against Jack Perry, four hundred and twenty-five <laughs> pound Tom Dreamer. <laughs> he's no. He's still in shape. Uh, no, 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 I know, but I love when him and Bully go back and forth with each other. Oh. <laughs> Tommy just sits there and takes it. <laughs> Yes, uh, I am 400 pounds. <laughs> that was my best time of dreamer if anybody got that. God, yeah, that's, that was pretty dead on. Uh, the three-way anything goes match with John Moxley versus uh, Trent Beretta versus Penta El Zero Miedo. Uh, we have Chris Jericho against, uh, Take- oh, I'm sorry, Chris Jericho and Takeshita taking on Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia in the end of the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society, apparently. Um, and the inner circle. Yeah, and the and that's the official end. Just all of it. Uh, What if Santana and Ortiz come and save (laughs) Chris Jericho? That'd be awesome. Like they did on the first episode of Dynamite. Bring it all back, and then they they join the the Callis family. Just bring it all back. Uh, I wouldn't be mad at it. Ring of Honor. We're going to Ring of Honor. The Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship uh, with Aussie Open taking on uh, El Hijo El Hijo del Vikingo and Commander. If I did not butcher that, let me know. You, um, you, you were almost there. Silent H. El hijo, El hijo. There you go. H's are silent, and J sound like H's. Day De, uh, Vikingo. I need you to teach me Spanish, by the way, because uh, yeah. Um, it, it first things first. H's are silent. J sound like H's. El hijo. Yeah. El hijo <laughs> del El hijo del vikingo. Vikingo. Uh, we will hear from MJF, uh, the Elite versus Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, and Satnam Singh. Uh, that big boy gets to wrestle finally. And uh, oh, we get some oof uh, with the AEW Women's uh, World Championship with uh, Tony Storm taking <laughs> on Hikaru Shida. Ugh. Oof. Uh, God damn. Oof to both. I'm actually uh, intrigued by both. Uh, and then last, but certainly not least, we have a PLE. This uh, Saturday, and that is from Detroit, Michigan, with the slabs. Oh, where's that foreign place? The, the is that by pa- is that by Paris, Texas? See, <laughs> si. uh, the, the, <laughs> the slams of summer. Um, we have a SummerSlam. Oh, good God! The SummerSlam Battle Royal presented by Slim Jim. Oh my God! It's going to be LA night. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure he just had a fucking. I'm pretty sure he just did a Slim Jim commercial too. The Slim Jim. Someone just did a Slim Jim commercial. Slim Jim pitch dark match with uh, thirty different superstars. Oh, I'm so sorry. Before we get into the whole Summer Slams of it all, sure. I want to talk about Cody Rhodes really quick. Oh, please. Um. So this is obviously going to be actually. You know what? Oh wait, I'm sorry. Oh, documentary. Go on out. with the rest of the SummerSlam. When Do- we get to the Cody Rhodes match, I'll bring this up. Documentary came out on uh, Monday. We should uh, probably watch that and talk about it next week. Um, we probably should have. Or should by now? Or probably by now, but next week we talk about it next week. Yeah, yeah, next week. Next week. And if we won't talk Assi- about it, then we'll assignments. talk about it the week after. No, no, no. Assignments. Assignments. You have goals. <laughs> uh, do something for the show, damn it. We have Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler in Is a. Mine? <laughs> Listen, man. Rousey versus Baszler in a, I say air quotes very heavily, MMA rules, with all my fingers air quotes match. By the way, that ain't that ain't fucking air fingers. That's jazz hands, brother. This is I'm just doing all the air quotes I can possibly do, or I just gave you some sort of gang sign. Um, what? How? How? MMA, yeah, or you signaled for me to steal home? I I told you to to rob that guy. Uh, how MMA could we possibly get with WWE? Like, what's the extent? Are we punching people in the face? Are we getting bloody? No, I, I they fucking better. Okay, I'll tell you what though, take the take the take the ropes down. Okay, eh, no, probably not. Yeah, definitely don't do that. <laughs> now that I think about it a little more, definitely don't do okay. that. Okay, <laughs> that was crazy. yeah, yeah, don't do that. MMA rules win by pinfall or submission. <laughs> That's not a. Th- I'm sorry, pinfall submission or knockout. <laughs> Actually, no. MMA rules should just be submission or knockout. Unless they do timed. I just don't understand how they could possibly get away with doing an actual MMA rules. I mean, it is it is now it's tied to uh, to UFC, so can they actually do it? Since the the it doesn't matter if it's tied to UFC or not. They have to go. I'm if just... they did a tr- <laughs> if they did a true MMA rules fight, it would all depend on the Michigan State uh, athletic committee uh right okay fair enough um but if that was something that could be possibly done, notice they're not doing this in nevada right <laughs> okay uh speaking of rousey i don't know if you if you or even if anybody was watching stars on mars no okay but she left the show um she was on it she left it uh she left the show voluntarily as opposed to being voted out um she missed her daughter too much <laughs> but despite her struggles, was said to never be in danger of being voted out as she had been uh, competent and diligent working alongside her fellow celebrities. Uh, and then she often scrapped with uh, NFL running back turned actor Marshawn Lynch. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was not uh, something that she got ousted for. Anyway. I'm not going to say bullshit to the fact that she missed her daughter. I agree with that. But I feel like there are some more ulterior motives in that maybe a phone call from billionaire from connecticut going hey we we kind of need you back right get off mars and get your ass yeah <laughs> we need you to get off mars los angeles <laughs> and we need you back in connecticut and we need you on the road what do you mean and like? we're gonna put the tag team titles on you and you know what we'll give you shana too all right fuck it yeah absolutely what do you mean mars los come angeles on. come on man we know how television works what do you mean how long ago would this have been filmed? Six months ago? On Mars. Eight months ago? It takes time to get back. Oh, yeah. Right, 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 right. Uh, Logan Paul taking on Ricochet. Right, right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Back from Mars. Right. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> so Ricochet taking on Logan Paul. And in the most viral match in WWE history, Logan Paul has I would have had less of a problem if WWE had said it <laughs> than if Logan had said it. Really? I would have been like, why does WWE, just like WWE said, the greatest match ever. Between, and that's exactly my point. <laughs> between, between Orton and Edge. Okay, fine. Uh, Logan Paul has to get the win on that one, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, the Intercontinental Champion, Gunter, taking on Drew McIntyre. And just for record alone, since WWE loves a good record, uh, it has to be Gunter. Yes, it very clearly has to be Gunter. I believe he was at 414 as a couple of days ago. And Honky Tonk is 440-something. Uh, so he will be there in no time. Sorry, in due time. He was at so this past Saturday. He was I'm not gonna lie, I was trying to. I appreciate. Pat, this past Saturday, he was at four fourteen, and Hockey Tonk is at four fifty three. There we go. So if we add seven days Carry up to that, which six. would be seven, which would be four twenty one, which would leave him with fourth would be thirty two. Yeah, thirty two match, thirty thirty two days to go after SummerSlam. September 2nd. It's a Saturday. Is there another Raw or, or, or SmackDown? Oh, my God. What? Of course. Hmm. They're going to have his champ, his title championship celebration and the record and all that on the first episode of Monday Night Raw for the new year in October. I'm sorry. In September. Was that September? September. Whoopsie. That's on me. Timing's everything. Forget I said anything. Uh, but yeah, we're looking at the first second week of September is when he's gonna Gunter. He's gonna break that. Uh, the triple threat match for the WWE Women's Championship: Oscar, uh, your champion, taking on Charlotte Flair, taking on Bianca Belair. Uh, that Oscar retains. That is how a triple threat works. Oscar does retain. Yes, uh, she felt like the the stepchild in this entire storyline. Uh, and ooh, yeah, I forgot about this. Hmm. I'm gonna say EO cashes in. Oh, I like it. I'm all about it. Uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm all for it. And as much as I love Oscar, as much as I love all three women, uh, and Charlotte Flair again, without a doubt, and you can nobody can say otherwise, the the greatest female wrestler of all time. Uh, I do want new blood, and I do like the fact that Santos Escobar won the uh, the, the the match against Rey Mysterio, albeit via concussion. Hopefully, he's, he's feeling better. Um, but he was actually legit hurt on that 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 spot. Um, I do like new faces. I want Eosky to be the champ. I want Santos to get this belt off of Austin because he's done nothing with it. I want to see you know other than top guys rearrange this whole thing, which is why the whole thing with the, the next match here is Seth Rollins against Finn Balor. I think his story being completed, Finn Balor wins his belt, and we have a new world heavyweight champion. But. You got Damian Priest in the fucking uh, you have him back in the, wins. You have him in the mix. I don't think you should cash have him cash in immediately. I think the the, the storyline should be built up to where the the threat of it and the tease of him cashing in on his partner is there, uh, since they they already teased the storyline of them breaking up. So yeah, I do think though that that Finn wins this belt and we have a new champion. And what if Finn has a shorter title reign than his Universal Championship reign? <laughs> is that possible? 
<laughs> yeah, I guess it is if you want to have yeah, Finn Balor be more of a darker type of character. I just think that the the, the promo. I feel that's the way they're leaning. You were you were talking about promos with with uh, Logan Paul. I think the promo that Finn cut on Monday uh, during Raw was amazing, and him holding the belt would just make it better for Damian Priest to be more legit if he does cash in. Also, the visual of all four of them holding up championships and briefcases in the middle of the ring would be a pretty dope uh, visual to have. Rhea with the women's championship, Mm -hmm. the women's world championship, I believe is what it's called now. I hope. Finn with the world heavyweight championship, Dom with the North American title, and Damian Priest, El Señor, fuck, what is what what is it? Uh, uh, Señor Dinero in el Banco. <laughs> Very Spanish of you. Uh, Cody Rhodes uh, taking on Brock Lesnar, and last year, last time we saw Brock Lesnar was. Last year at uh, probably my favorite SummerSlam ever, other than the Mega Powers against the Mega Bucks, uh, where he lifted the fucking ring up with a forklift. <laughs> and again, I said it last year, I'll say it again, that was the, the damnedest thing I've ever seen in my life. As, as, God uh, bless. <laughs> as, uh, as what's his name said, uh, Corey Graves, the damnedest thing I've ever seen. Um, I, I do think Cody Rhodes take this, takes the rubber, the rubber match, I can't speak. Um, and then... They all separate, and we're we're good with storylines. We're all done with these two. All right. Question. Sure. Where does because I agree with you too. I think Cody takes the rubber match. Mm-hmm. Where does Cody go after? Um, he can't go after like Seth or Finn. Um, all right. Let me paint the picture for you. Sure. Cody Rhodes has seemingly done a lot of things that have reflected his past. Right, the mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, the Roman Reigns, all that stuff. All that good stuff. It's more reflected. It's reflected more his dad's past. Mm-hmm. What if we reflect on Cody's past? Hmm. I've read somewhere that I forgot where it was, but I read somewhere that uh, plans uh, their uh, plans are being discussed mm-hmm. to bring back one Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it should be Cody Rhodes to be that first. I don't want it to be The Fiend. I don't want it to be uh, Wyatt Family Wyatt. I want just Bray Wyatt. If he does the whole Waylon Murphy type of gimmick, I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. But I don't want the full family. I just want Bray. Just want Bray. (sighs) For one reason. Mm Mm-hmm. Bray also seemingly does a lot of storylines that reflect his own past. Do you know where Bray Wyatt's past and Cody Rhodes' past intersect with each other? Where's that? NXT, the game show. (laughs) If you remember, Uh, Bray Wyatt was, I believe, the second or third season on that show. He was a rookie on one of those shows. Do you know who his mentor was? I'm going to assume you were going to say Cody Rhodes. It was Cody Rhodes. But it wasn't Bray Wyatt. Oh, you're absolutely correct. Husky Harris. There you go. <laughs> uh, so what if Bray comes back, beats down fucking... We need a return. We need a return at SummerSlam. Every SummerSlam has a fucking return. Yes. What if Bray Wyatt is the return this year? 
he beats the shit out of fucking Cody Rhodes. So that means that Brock Lesnar wins. Is that what you're saying? Or after the match? No, after the match. I'm I'm down. After the match, Cody leaves Brock in the middle of the ring. Mm -hmm. Cody goes up the ramp to celebrate. Mm -hmm. Top of the ramp, lights go off. Cody's in the claw, or he's about to be hit with the sister Abigail or some shit. No ramp. The weird, no ramp. The weird, uh, the weird angled aisle. Oh, I'm sorry. Up the snake. <laughs> up the snake. Yes, I, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Cody makes his way up the snake, and at the head of the snake, we see Bray. Got it. Yeah, at the head of the snake, you see Bray, mm -hmm. and then, Bing, Bang, Boom. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Cut the lights. Bray's gone. And I'm older than you. Do Cody's you? just <laughs> laying there. Bob's your uncle. Michael Cole comes back. He My, doesn't know I what he's it. seen. Unbelievable. Uh, and then the main events in tribal combats, which is, again, another word for no rules. Uh, yeah. Jey Uso. No DQ. Hardcore match. Hardcore. Which one, whichever one you want to call it. MMA tribal combat. Sure. Uh, no, MMA is different. <laughs> is it? Well, I guess we'll see on Saturday. I'm telling you, it's going to be knockout or tap out. They should That'll be the punchline for it. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. My main event, Jey Uso, taking on your <laughs> undisputed WWE Possibly disputed. Universal champion, Roman Reigns. Um, no change at all. But I do like the fact that we have come to this point with the main event, Jey Uso. Um, and the Bloodline story will continue on because it is just the most popular thing in the entirety of wrestling. More so than MJF and Adam Cole is the, the fucking Bloodline. And they will continue on even after Jey Uso loses this match. Uh, expects a return yeah. by Jimmy at some point um, during this match. I wouldn't uh, be surprised if we hear a, you know, give you some math. Oh. Because okay. I'll tell you what, mm. The Rock might have not come back. He might have not. But I'll tell you what's intriguing. A strike with SAG-AFTRA. That's intriguing. Ah, yes. Some some of us aren't working right now, and you know, wrestlers turn actors are. Uh, you know. Doesn't that does isn't that technically you too? Is it uh, radio? Uh, no, is it's it not. not? No, it's not. Oh, I thought it was. So I take that back. It is. It is because that's where we learned it. It is. Yeah. So it is. Um, I I'm not striking. Anyway, uh, I'm still working. I still got a job. So <laughs> I got to go in there tomorrow to record. So there's, there's st still that. I'll be on this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. So uh, check uh, check your Alexa and uh, Google to uh, listen to WBPM. Uh, yeah, so I, I got nothing going on. Check but your Alexa and yeah, Google. Check your Alexa. Yeah, I won't say it loud because, you know, she's always listening. The old man's always listening. That bitch. What are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> that bitch, Alex A., um so yeah so oh, she answered <laughs> i looked over it's like alex a no nothing she's good anyway that is your SummerSlam from detroit this saturday at 8 p.m 5 p.m pacific uh kid oh, rock's gonna be there only on peacock oh good lord everyone remember get in yeah. the pit if you love someone yeah there you go bob with a bob with that being said ladies and gentlemen is there anything else by the way that you would like to talk about get off your chest uh, actually, there was uh, speaking of chest. Uh, there was one thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, Maxine Dupree did something in her first match that I don't think I've ever seen anyone do ever. Which is, uh, and it was the electric chair mm -hmm. 
into the pin. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, let's, let's, I don't think I don't think I've ever seen anybody do that. She you know, of all <laughs> of all people too, it's funny how wrestling works because you get pitched this this thing and you know, like, I don't know, being a manager for this this duo or this group of people that are models yet they're also wrestlers and it's going nowhere and then all of a sudden you bring in this large man who you're trying to groom into being one of your models but then it makes oh, a slight yeah. turn and, <laughs> and it takes a slight turn and you know instead of becoming that the Maxine Dupree of you know maximum male models all of a sudden now you take the sharp turn and now you're part of the Alpha Academy and your career as a mid carter is the top of the mid card now, which is absolutely insane to me. And that is all thanks to one Chad Gable, who also had that five minute match with Gunther and went the entire five minutes and then got absolutely destroyed afterwards, but which is expected to happen. But give this man a push. Give him a push. If it's not LA Knight and Chad Gable, the two, two people, focus on them. Different shows, too. Different, completely different shows. You, listen, you have Judgment Day and you have Bloodline on two different shows representing. Have L.A. Knight and and Chad Gable be your other guys and push them to the moon because you are missing out on opportunities with the two of them, especially Chad Gable, is, which, is, is absolutely incredible. Speaking of which. That's another one you got to get to. To uh, the moon. Oh, Cameron got Push it. that, man. Yeah. He's got, he, got, he has to get on TV more, though. He's, he's had, like, two matches. Yeah, you need to give him a little bit of rope. So that he can go and do his thing. Yes. You know, because I feel like he's still, everything's still real tight around that. Give it to him. And Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller is getting there. I think he's, he's, he's taking advantage of that. Even in his losses, he's still. He, he... I think he might be taking too much advantage of it with all these fucking references to The Rock on Twitter or X or wherever we're calling it. <laughs> if, if, if you're given this opportunity and, and Triple H or Vince McMahon is like, yeah, say his name, you, <laughs> damn right, I'm going to say his name 15,000 times a show. Yeah, it's not like everybody gets a chance to say, you know, pull out that name. Or- I'll even call him Dewey if you want, <laughs> but only if you want. Only. I don't want to. <laughs> oh Lord! Anything else before we head on out? No, sir. Well, with that being said, Live from Detroit this Saturday, 8 p.m. on the Cox. That's P. Ladies and gentlemen, Summer SummerSlam is coming. Very excited. One of the best pay-per-views. And there, oh, listen, all their premium live events this year have been absolutely incredible. So hopefully this will be, as I just shut that off there, uh, this will be no exception. Guys, thank you so very much. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Sir... We will see you next time. Kids with the 40s and the chicks with beepers.
the Sons of Slam podcast.